everyone we're recording <laughs> welcome to the pod charles cinecast presented by the french charles cinema and today's special guest is my cat steve hi steve steve has the best cat name yeah her full name is lil stevie wonder nicks named after both stevie wonder and stevie nicks particularly lil stevie wonder lil stevie wonder when he was a little boy <laughs> <laughs> and uh she's been um basically pill- pillow talk yeah. At nighttime has been really funny with uh, Stephen between me and my wife uh, talking about how she's never been on the podcast yet. She's not she's been never, mentioned. Yeah. She's really upset. So I figured as she's, any yeah. any person who's like nearly 30 who <laughs> has a cat. Ho- well, whose only concept of how to get popular online is to Ow. introduce a cat. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's that's today's thing. Uh, Where are we today? Today we are on location. On location. We are on location. We are we are in Stevie's home. We're little Stevie's home. Yeah. <laughs> We're at John's house. We're at my house. Uh we are just being really lazy. We realize we're actually kind of like neighbors really. So yeah, why why <laughs> quite yeah. by. I took like one bus here. <laughs> and neither one of us were working today. Yeah. And we were just kinda like, uh, I don't want to record in the, at cinema. the cinema right now. Yeah. Just to go so in far. to record. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, we're at my house. Oh, how's it going? How are you doing today, Ari? <laughs> I'm good. I'm exhausted as of her. But yeah, I finished uni now. Yeah. Which is major and exciting. Now I have to figure out how to become a real person. Well, I'm just happy that uni watches over. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot of like uni watches uh, over. restless nights, you know, just wondering if you were going to finish. If I was going to graduate. <laughs> you know, just looking after, uh, you know. Yeah. My daughter's interest. I know. Oh, thanks, Dad. <laughs> Would that make Steve my like sister? Oh God, this is getting too complicated. This is getting far Maybe. too complicated. Are you cat like? I am cat like in the sense that when there are too many people, I will retreat and or oh. hiss. Oh God, my cat Ooh. is okay. We're gonna record this episode with my cat in my lap. Apparently, yep. Yep. she has made that decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, she starts to purr. Ever, I will try to get some, and I'll be the rest <laughs> of the episode just her purring. Yeah. Because <laughs> who needs actual content when yeah. he's got cute animals? Oh, yeah. So it's Sunday. It's Sunday. We are just after a very funny occurrence at the weekend. Oh, yeah. If you're listening to last week's episode, you would have heard that. Uh, mm-hmm. We were showing um, Tenacious D's The Pick of Destiny. Yeah. And their new little film called uh, Post Apocalypto that they so graciously let us screen. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, yeah, funny enough, I mean, you know, we'll cat out of the bag. Uh, yeah. Lit- oh, yeah. oh hey. there's a cat in John's bag. Cat out of the bag. <laughs> cat it's it's out of the bag and, and on my lap. I had mentioned last week or the week mm-hmm. before or something that Tenacious D actually did reach out to us, like their their team, and uh, said, hey, you know, if you're showing mm-hmm. greatest film about anime. the greatest band in the world, mm-hmm. then you get a show. The greatest animated film. Yeah, the greatest animated film. From and, the said band. Yeah, and they let us show post-apocalypto. But with that, it was sort of like, hey, we're in town during our London tour. Uh, you know, maybe we'll possibly pop in. Yeah, we'll probably, maybe, I don't know, drop in and say hi. Yeah, and uh, nothing was ever confirmed. Yeah, so I was there until quite late on Friday. Like, And I was normally, working Friday night. Yeah, kind of waiting around, hoping that Tenacious D might pop in or yeah. I would get word that they would and... Then uh, there was no no word, so I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going home. As soon as I got home, it was about <laughs> half seven or something. Paul messaged me, shout out, Paul. Oh, 
Uh, he messaged me and was just like, "Oh, are you still at the cinema?" And I was like, "Oh no." And why like, did he? Why did he say this, Eric? Because you were there. You yeah. got to witness it firsthand. Oh, I did more than witness it firsthand. <laughs> um, he said that Kyle Gass was coming to the cinema. Yeah. To surprise the lovely audience, I've essentially printed out a ticket to Kyle Gass and handed it to him. Yeah. It's immortalized now. Um, yeah, and pictures on, on social media. Social media. You can check it out. Like if you just go to the PCC London's like Instagram, Instagram, or, or the Twitter. Uh, Twitter you you'll, can see like my wrist it. and my nails handing Kyle Gass a ticket. Yeah, <laughs> he is really lovely. He's so funny and he's so sweet. And um, and yeah, and then um, um, there was a power cut. Yeah. For like a split second, which was terrifying. Which because, is always like a cinema's worst nightmare. Yeah. And I thought, okay, um, this is like a tangent, but I thought the power cut was my fault because as I went downstairs to open like the rubbish room that we've got, the power went out. And I mm. thought because I opened the door, I cut the power <laughs> to the cinema. And then it turns out, no, it's like the whole of Leicester Square, if not the whole of central London. Oh uh, Yeah, we, uh, we have a special mechanism inside of our rubbish room as yeah. soon as you open that door it <laughs> just turns dead. the power yeah. off of the entire lesser square yeah so it's my fault i'm sorry but then yeah um, because the power was out and we were waiting for our systems to come back on um yeah kyle gas just did like a cute little impromptu q a yeah and it was awesome so he made all those people's nights yeah this week's program where we at we're talking about the week of the seventh Friday, June. the seventh of June. It's June, guys. God, how's it June already? I don't know. That's insane. It is insane. Um, this year is going by way too fast. It's kind of freaking me out because I've got like stuff I need to attend to yeah. by August Sorry. time, like visa stuff. Me too. <laughs> Immigration. Yeah. Hey. Hey, this is going to become, I think, the next watch. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> immigration watch. <laughs> yeah, we're we're done with a uh, uni watch, and yeah. we're oh, full Visa steam watch. ahead. Visa watch. Visa yeah. watch. Two K nineteen. I've got to do my um, indefinite leave to remain. So if anyone has about one thousand five hundred pounds that they don't mind loaning me, yeah. or not loaning me, just gifting me. Yeah, <laughs> and I, need I to can't find, guarantee I'll pay it back. I need to find a job that will sponsor me. Yeah. Or do like that whole, um, there's another type of visa that I have to like try to apply for, but that has the whole thing of like, oh, you have to prove that you're like a good comedian. And I'm like, how do I do uh, that? <laughs> so hire Ari to please, get some comedian work so that or she has hire proof. me as a, you know, if your production company needs an assistant or yeah. a runner. Yeah, associate producer. We just need we need to be official and can stay here so we can continue to do this to do this. And so (laughs) Steve will get more airtime. It's imperative that Jonathan and I secure visas. Yeah, so she needs it. Yeah, so or else she won't have a dad, you know, to um, teach her right from wrong. Mm. Um, Steve's just staring me down right now. Girl I feel like a supervillain right now, like yeah. Dr. Evil, except the Harry version. <laughs> I I'm, said, um, yeah, Dr. Evil in three stages. So you've got the mini me, you've got Dr. Evil, and then you've got John, who's like Dr. Evil Venti, like the yeah. largest Starbucks size. <laughs> Gigantic Dr. Evil. Yeah. Um, And my cat has hair all over her instead of being a naked cat. Yeah. So, yeah. Pretty accurate. It's good. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. You want to get into a little bit of yeah. user feedback. User feedback, the listener feedback segment. Yeah, it's uh, last week's episode was really fun. Mm-hmm. I'm actually kind of upset that I don't feel like I can top uh, live bagels. Yeah. 
But anyway, um, people seemed to like the podcast last week. It was cool. Oh. Uh, but yeah, this it's funny. Last night uh, I was checking the mm-hmm. Twitter feed and this Twitter account called Review of Cinemas uh, retweeted one of our tweets and said that this podcast is a great thing. Oh, that's really nice. Thank you. Uh, we had Claire. Claire mm-hmm. says, listening to the PCC podcast, talking about being a good train listen whilst on the train. Excited about the talk of hot rod screening. I've never seen it. Ooh, and I'm also rod. excited for that. And she I'm also sure. tweeted, um, had little to no interest in seeing Thunder Road, but based off the PCC podcast gushing conversation, I'm now rethinking next week's plans to fit it in. Still struggle with the loss of my dad five years on, and this sounds like it'll hit me in all the right places. And it will. Yeah, it really will. Um, Sorry to hear about your dad. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, solidarity. Um, Thunder Road isn't getting a lot of good feedback. Yeah, it's people have been really enjoying it. All the staff members I've spoken to so far really liked it. Yeah, it's really it's so good. I'm looking forward. I'm seeing it this week, um, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, This will go out on Wednesday. Hopefully, we'll get Mm -hmm. extend it for the next week, Mm -hmm. so you can get another chance to watch it. But um, this will be out on Wednesday. So if you listen Wednesday morning. Uh, you still have a chance Wednesday and Thursday to watch it. And actually, I might be seeing it Wednesday. So if you, you go on Wednesday, you might say hi to me. Yeah. Um, the booty call of Cthulhu's back. What's up? Uh, booty call of Cthulhu said, oh, my God, I have a photo of that Malkovich door uh, from when I went to Glasgow Uni. So Sick. I wasn't lying about the Malkovich door last I week. I should go to Glasgow. <laughs> yeah. Next time I go, which will be this summer, I'll try to go into the uni and get a photo Yay. of the Malkovich door, which you can look which, it up. Which like, can, I want to see you try easily. and fit into it. Yeah. I think it's just like, I could easily, it's on Google. You can Google it, but yeah. I think it's better if I just go, go and actually yeah, have yeah, a real yeah. photo of it because yeah. I'm a gigantic man. Exactly. It'll be funny. I'll try to fit inside this little teeny door. I'll, I'll do a version where I Photoshop you into it based off of like a Google image and then like a direct comparison of you actually being there. Yeah. Watch out good. for that. Um I would I I mean I I would say can someone photoshop me but I could do it myself cuz yeah. I'm okay at photoshop. <laughs> but um photoshop me is a really small person trying to get into that door. <laughs> <laughs> uh and also we had Filmageddon Quiz our boys at Filmageddon. I uh, follow them man. at Filmageddon Quiz. Um, they said PCC or five for five for good episodes, Aww. which is better ratio than De Niro films these Ooh. days. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Just wait, though. Uh, the Irishman's coming. The Irishman coming out. is coming, and it I will absolve him it. of anything he's d- done, yeah. including Dirty Grandpa. Yeah. Well, I don't know if anything can do that. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that about wraps it up with user feedback. There was no emails this week. No. Sorry. Nothing from our good friend Alex in Australia. Yeah. Alex but hit that's us kind up. Of a with, good segue. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, we're talking about. We don't have. Our buddy from Australia, Alex, but we do have a very good film from From Australia Australia. coming out this week. So what is that film? It's The Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Yeah. You don't mind me asking, what kind of cabaret do you do? We dress up in women's clothes and parade around mouthing the words to other people's songs. I've um, been asked to do a show out of town. You've got to be joking. Ta-da! I hereby christen this budget Barbie camper Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. The Adventures of Priscilla, the Queen Queen of the Desert. I might just call it Priscilla yeah. from now on because it's easier to say. It's a bit of a mouthful. Uh, it follows two drag queens, Mitzi Delbra, 
played by Hugo Weaving and Felicia. Felicia Jolly Goodfellow. Felicia Jolly Goodfellow. Felicia Jolly Goodfellow. She's as fabulous and no one can deny. Amazing. Something. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, Felicia Jolly Goodfellow. She's played by uh, Guy Pierce And a transgender woman, Bernadette Basinger. I, I'm assuming that's how you Is pronounce that. Basinger? Basinger. Maybe Basinger, because sure. it's not sort of like Kim Basinger. Ah, Basinger, is this our new whatever. thing? Our new pronunciation guide? Yeah. How do you at pronounce us, Bernadette? At the PCC podcast <laughs> um, on Twitter and tell us how to pronounce Bernadette. Um, is it Basinger or Passenger? Yeah, and this, uh, I'll just go ahead and say that this is a new low for us. Because, yeah. like, we're bottom of the barrel of <laughs> asking how to pronounce a name, like a fake character's name that yeah. no one is going to really dispute or mm-hmm. care about, probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, Bernadette is played by Terrence Stamp, and they're taking a journey across the Australian app. Outback from Sydney to Alice Springs for a string of performances in a tour bus that they have named Priscilla, Priscilla. Queen of the Desert. Um, And along the way, they deal with a bunch of people um, from different various groups. uh, And also their bus breaks down. Mm -hmm. um, And all these sort of moments test their way of life and their fabulousness. And their friendship. And their friendship. So, yeah, um, it's written and directed by Stephen Elliott. Guess who's coming to the cinema on Sunday? Stephen Elliott's coming to the cinema yeah. on Sunday for a—is it an intro or Q and A? Uh, it's, a, it's sort of an extended intro. Okay. He's got about fifteen to twenty minutes to do an intro. Um, so yes, thanks to our pals at Park Circus. Shout uh, out Park Circus. Yeah, they're our lovely company that we—if you don't know much about how like film distribution and all that sort of stuff works, like how we get prints mm-hmm. that we play or, or films that we play, Park Circus is a film distributor. That we work with really closely and they're really good people and they've they're the ones that are re-releasing Priscilla for its twenty-fifth anniversary this year. Woo! So yeah, um, and they have sorted out that Stephen Elliott and his busy schedule is gonna come by and sw- swing by and do a, a little intro for us. So Aww. it's gonna be pretty cool. So if you're free on Sunday, definitely come, come out. Come out and say hi. Come out and say hi. Yeah. So that's Sunday the Sunday the ninth. Sunday the ninth. Yeah, at eight forty five. Sick. But yeah, it was. It's a very fun film. There's some moments that are just kind of like, eh, you know. But it's, it's like very fun and it's very of that time. Yeah, yeah. It's it's um yeah. The the music's really fun. I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff in it that just like uh, the costumes are amazing. The costumes. Are the music's insane. fun. The I, actually the, the performances, performances are, really, really are amazing. Yeah. Uh, I'll say that like Hugo Weaving is really good, yeah. but Terrence Stamp as Bernadette. And then Guy Pierce is. Oh, uh, Guy Pierce! Oh God, Guy Pierce is so good in this film. He's so good. Although we were talking, we yeah. were joking as we were like setting up and everything that like the accents are hilarious, especially so Guy Pierce. Like he's he's he is Australian, but yeah. he sounds like he's just someone that's putting on the most extreme Australian yeah. accent. Like just it's, it's so is, good. This is a very aggressively Australian yeah. film. <laughs> so and if I you're like it. into your aggressive australian accents this film's for this you is, this film is for you and also shout yeah. out anybody listening if they're also from sydney this is a you know nice little yeah yeah are you sydney. did you say you were from i grew up there you grew up in sydney yeah, yeah. so i've moved around a lot but yeah. sydney's one of those places nice um it deservedly won the academy award for best costume mm-hmm. like i said it has amazing costumes and that was in 1995 which until 2018 with Black Panther, it was the last film to win that award that wasn't a period piece. Like every film had been a period piece since then. Um, So yeah, Black Panther finally 
taken away from the period pieces, which hey. seems to be like a given As if you have a be. really good period piece that yeah. your costumes are so amazing, you're going to win that's an Oscar. Oh, that's why I said it. <laughs> but yeah, talking about costumes, uh, I was going to ask you, um, what was your favorite costume from the film? It's, um, what was Hugo Weaving's character's name? Mitzi. Mitzi, yeah. Yeah, it's the blue plume. Yeah. Blue, I think that's amazing. And I like feathers. And it's, it's one of those things where like, I think looking at drag now, it's really evolved into, obviously there's still like the classical sort of, you know, like Eleganza cabaret kind of looks still mm -hmm. around, but a lot of drag now that you see in mainstream media is really sort of adopted like a more casual, very internet based, in, like Instagrammable sort of aesthetic. Yeah. And it's yeah. Very, yeah. And I mean, obviously it's still high fashion. It's still really cool, but mm -hmm. like, this was like campness to the to the highest well, yeah not to the, high, the most highest degree but like it was it was still it was I, to me it's like a really wholesome campness yeah if that makes sense a lot of these costumes are so over the top and yeah. just insane yeah. like but they're amazing like it's one of my favorite things about the film um I was gonna say that my favorite was the thong dress. That's like, a really good dress. But and if there's any American listeners, I mean like flip flops. Yeah. Basically, it's just a ton of flip flops. Like, uh, and again, I believe was it Mitzi wearing that one or was that Felicia? I, I think it was Mitzi. Maybe I think it was Mitzi. Yeah, but there's um so many of them, like just like thongs made yeah. up the entire dress and then thong earrings and I believe Which even like a headpiece that was like made of thongs as well. <laughs> it's so good. Apparently that was the dress that was pretty much the one that like probably one helped the, them yeah, win, win the Academy the Award. Award and it cost them only $7. Hey. So, yeah. Take that. It's really really cheap. Academy. Yeah, there was uh, a film that came out at a similar time. Uh it's called Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar. It I came out in 1995. So that's like an American film. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't a ripoff or a remake. It it was actually in production at the same what? time okay. as they were re releasing Priscilla. Okay. Um, when the producers and everything found out about Tu Wong Fu, they were like, oh, oh okay. Yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but then they- We didn't think we'd have to compete in this. Yeah. <laughs> but I think they um, read the script and they realized it was different enough yeah. and they knew it wouldn't be as big of a, mm -hmm. like, a threat to them. Although- like Tu Wong Fu did end up going on to like uh, be a lot more success successful commercially, okay. but I hadn't, it, I hadn't heard of this film. It stars a uh, uh, Patrick Swayze, Wesley Snipes, and oh John Leguizamo. It's a really, really, really fun film. Very similar plot too, because it's about like yeah. three drag queens who mm -hmm. are going across America as they're going across the country. They um, their car breaks down yeah. in a very small well, town. Yeah, yeah. So very similar to Priscilla where uh -huh. their bus breaks down and they're kind of stuck yeah. in this like, you know, very unaccepting sort of yeah. area of Australia that people uh -huh. don't really understand. Like, I mean, but that's like a, like a very fun thing about this film is that it's so ahead of its time and its portrayal yeah. of LGBTQ plus characters, you know, characters yeah. and uh, what they have to go through mm -hmm. in life. Um, and I mean, this was 1994, so... But like just thinking about how much has changed, you know, in today's time and how much struggle people still have to go through. Yeah. Like every day Completely. people are just dealing with really tough issues like just, you know, There's, oh, violence and yeah, unaccepting a lot of the and in this film, like the the aggression and the violence towards 
like the main characters mm. it's really hard to watch yeah it's really hard yeah to, even like me like recalling it, it's kind of there's like a like i recoil a little bit just being like oh no yeah it's yeah it's, and it's like tough. stuff like that still happens today which is horrible so but yeah i think it's like it's portrayal of these issues and stuff and the yeah. themes and stuff is what's made it become such mm-hmm. a cult classic another funny thing uh, apparently tim curry Turned down the role for Mitzi. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would have been crazy. Yeah. So imagine like just being like Frank and Furter and then yeah, just like comes Frank back into that sort of world as Pennywise as Mitzi. the clown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he would have done amazing in that role. But I mean, Hugo Weaving was really yeah. good in it. And, uh, Shout out Red Skull. <laughs> yeah. Like I was saying, this film feels a bit ahead of its time, but uh, the film has picked up some mm-hmm. flack for certain things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... In particular, Cynthia, who is Bob's Filipina, as they called it, mail order bride. I was not okay with this. Yeah, as a Southeast Asian person, a lot of people (laughs) consider that a bit sexist and racist. um, And I I can see why. It was one of the points in the film where I was kind of like, "Why is this even in the film?" It it really didn't even need to be in the film. So. yeah, and it what doesn't. Did it it doesn't. To it? Yeah, it doesn't age well at all. No, no, like, God, it, no. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's just. It, it just, just doesn't work. Work. It, <laughs> it was one of those work. things where I think I didn't really make much of it growing <laughs> up. But then, as I think, as I moved out, I think yeah, obviously, as I moved away from like the southern hemisphere into Europe, it was like, oh, actually, yeah, yeah, yikes. That's yeah, I think it's it's, okay. <laughs> it's very much of the time. Maybe uh, even that's what that, I was saying. Though, that's what I was it? saying. Like it was, it was kind of yes, it was a sort of ahead of its time, but it's it's setting and it's sort of yeah, it, it was really that's what Australia was like. I mean, the rest of the movie is really fun and like it is amazing that they were able to just portray these characters in this way and open mm-hmm. up you know the I whole like, world to yeah, the idea completely. of like LGBT. Themes. Just accepting queerness. Yeah. And this film's shown from the Friday the 7th for the whole week. For the whole week. Week you can long see engagement. It, it's on every day, so you can check it out. And remember, as we said, the director, Stephen Elliott, will be here for a special introduction on Sunday the 9th. So the definitely 9th. come out for that if you uh, want to be a stan for Stephen Elliott. Mm-hmm. And, uh, did you just use yeah. stan? Yeah. Amazing. I did. Oh, my God. Dropped it. All right, so we got some yeah. other picks this week. Um, remember, get your tickets for Priscilla at PrinceCharlesCinema.com. Cinema. You can uh, get your tickets there. But what else do we have coming up this week? Hey, we got Ghostbusters. Yeah, Saturday is a crazy day at the oh, cinema. So good. Uh, we've got Gremlins on. We we've got like, Ghostbusters we've on. We've got In the Mouth of Madness. In the Mouth of Madness. Carpenter. It's such a good day. So come spend your day spend Saturday. Your with us because gremlins and ghostbusters are both screening in celebration of the 35th anniversary wow. to the day wow of the u.s release okay which means Not that the UK release well no but <laughs> it just kidding. means that okay. gremlins and ghostbusters were released on the same day that's in america insane. 35 years ago that's insane but also as we said john carpenter's in the mouth of madness is screening so you should go see that if you've never it's seen very it very exciting it's so good it's the final <laughs> film in the apocalypse oh, right, trilogy yeah, yeah. so it was the thing um the thing, and then it was Prince of Darkness, which we talked about a couple yeah. weeks ago. And then it's in the mouth. Of yeah, Madness. and then in the mouth of madness. Very so in the mouth of madness is really fun. It's a story about like a um, an insurance salesman who's oh, investigating yeah. the disappearance of a very very famous horror horror author. Um, the really author sort of more so like based on H.P. Mm-hmm. Lovecraft. Okay. But if you watch the film and you don't really know much about H.P. Lovecraft, I you'll really just don't. assume that it's Stephen King. 
that oh, it's sort okay. of like playing off of because it very much feels like a Stephen King style altar. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the craziest films I've ever seen in my life. I've only seen it once, and that was actually at the cinema. And um, I went and saw the the uh, Apocalypse trilogy when we showed it at the cinema. So all three of them back to back. Oh, and that sounds so. It was like Can a Friday night. Again? Yeah, hopefully it's Paul booked that in. Please. Um, yeah, it was that. really fun. It was packed out, and it was actually really kind of terrifying to leave it was on a friday night oh god yeah and you know how friday nights it's just full of drunk yeah. people around central it was friday night and everyone was so scary and this film is terrifying in a way like yeah and it was just too real to go out mm. and like because there's so many things about the movie that just make you feel uncomfortable I and then when you go that. out into leicester square in the world and everyone's drunk and crazy it was just like ah i'm still <laughs> in the movie <laughs> yeah i really want to see it. i've never seen it before yeah. but um i've obviously read the synopsis ahead of time and just yeah. been like oh i really want to see this now yeah it's nuts it's really fun so i recommend seeing mm-hmm. in the mouth of madness um but yeah what's the other pick we had what? uh this week it's a scorsese film goodfellas Right, yeah. yeah. That's on the 13th, I yeah. think. Yeah, Goodfellas Thursday. is shown on Thursday. I've seen Goodfellas at the PCC every, like, since I've moved to London, I've seen it every year at the PCC. I feel like Goodfellas is, like we said last week, um, yeah. that Big Lebowski will get its own sort of special episode. And yeah, I we'll feel like Goodfellas, Goodfellas would definitely get one. Because yeah. I love this film. I think it's slowly becoming... It's one of the greatest films ever. One of my top three films. Yeah, Good it's, big, oh my it's God, slowly Good just big clawing. Big. Every time I see it, it claws its way back on so yeah last mm. week we had good bagels this week we have good, good fellas, fellas. <laughs> and, and um it's back on 35 millimeter um it's gorgeous on 35 millimeter let me just say i saw mm. it the last time we showed it it's fu- like we this is our second time showing it this year i think yeah we just right, recently yeah. showed it and it due to demand basically yeah. bringing it back i saw it then um before and uh yeah it's a gorgeous print and i love it it's i every time that scene comes on the one where they like um with with all the red and the fog and they're digging the grave. Oh, yeah, I was just yeah. like, oh my god, yeah. this is this is the height of cinema. Um, another pick of mine, just just to get it out there, is a Spice World because I really World. like that movie. Yeah, it's on the Friday. Yeah, Spice oh, World doing think, the yeah, the sing along, quote along, and yeah. dance along. <laughs> Spice I uh, World. think about Victoria Beckham driving that bus nearly every day because really? she was wearing heels doing it. Oh yeah, I, like, I forgot about iconic. that. Yeah, she basically evaded a terrorist plot. Yeah, and that's a cool s- shot too. I always yeah. forget about how cool that shot is. Just like the hill going into the the gas pedal. Also, this this film was kind of like it's so self aware. Mm. That like I don't like the rap that it gets for being. Oh my god, it's so dumb. Oh my god, it's like <laughs> just the Spice Girls being whatever. I'm like, no, like they really make fun of themselves and the yeah. idea of like pop stars doing films and then film itself towards yeah. the end. Like, is that there's that scene where they're like, um, after during the credits actually when they're just like, um, talking about what bits they were doing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, this is actually pretty like cool. One of those, oh, are you guys still watching? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Damn, <laughs> come through. But yeah. Spice World's fun. I remember seeing that film when it came out and then, yeah, just kind of forgot about it until I start working at the cinema and then like just the fact that people just love it so much and come out and it's dress good. up like the Spice Girls yeah. and stuff. They just, yeah, it's just like, it's a fun time. Ugh. Yeah, so um, that about wraps it up for our picks this week. There's mm-hmm. a lot of fun stuff coming up. Uh, as always, check the program at PrinceCharlesCinema.com. You can get your tickets there. Buy a membership. Be a member. Save at least 250 off your ticket yeah. and get one pound screenings, uh, screenings yeah. each and every week. So much fun. Most of the time, anyway. Yeah. yeah and also, you can save a pound off of your booze at the and bar. your ice cream. 
Um, we have a very fun guest on this we week. We do. We're pretty excited about I'm it. I'm so excited. It's uh, the lovely Tamir. It's the lovely Tamir Patel. And we're talking about... Cruel Intentions. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Okay, we're back. We're back. We're, we're back. We're back. We're here with our next guest. Oh, the, who do we have this week? This week we have the lovely, the absolute, one of the absolute loves of my life, Tamir Patel. Hello, it's <laughs> Tamir. <laughs> the new face of theatre, Tamir. The new face of theatre, The new face of theatre. That's a bit of a joke uh, because Tamir's face was plastered all over London yep. and it said the new face of, th- of theatre. Um, <laughs> 2019. A very humble statement yeah. about yeah. me. <laughs> Let's just jump into that. What was that all about? Um, I did a show which was about queer identities um, and like the intersection of all of them at the Bush Theatre in a four-week w- run. Um, what was it called? And the rest of me floats. Starring Tamir Patel. Starring just, no, just no. me. It was like seven other <laughs> seven actors other. and it was really great. Um, but yeah, I'm an actor and I'm writing film currently yeah. with um, two other people I work with called Caroline and your wonderful host today, Ari. <laughs> Hi. It's called Popcorn. Can yeah. I give that much? Yeah, of course. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, it's kind Talk of like popcorn. inspired by a lot of like 80s B movies, mm-hmm. but also kind of bringing it to today, set in the cinema. Um, subverting expectations. Subverting expectations. A great revenge story mm. about um, how, you know, you have the customer who says like this to um Where's my popcorn? And (laughs) um, shouts at you. And can can, I speak to the manager? Can I speak to the manager? And it's basically just what you wish you could say, and maybe Mm. have said before. (laughs) But um, yeah, so it's like kind of an exaggeration of that. And we're working with celebration of young people. Samir, what would you say? You You do do here. You do. I do here. What um, do you do here? I (laughs) scoop. The best popcorns, <laughs> sweet, salted, and mixed. I'm perfect at the large ones as well. If <laughs> you work here, really Tamir will train you. I will train you in popcorn popcorns, scooping yeah. and turning the popcorn. It's a proper technique. It's yeah. a proper technique. And I'm also really good at um, um, selling movies to customers. That was full sarcasm, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Tamir is really good at pretending like he isn't reading the synopsis of, of, of the, the film from, yeah. the, from the computer. It's authentic speech, not yeah. coming from the computer. Yeah. But yeah, that's my. Um, I'm. I'm the charmer for the the snake charmer of the customers <laughs> in the mm. cinema. Some would say. Yeah. Mm. Where are you from originally, Tamir? I'm from the south of England, a wonderful place called Sunny Bournemouth. Shut up, Bournemouth. Um, the graveyard of the South. Um, <laughs> a home to Mary Sh- Shetty's burial ground. Mm. A fun fact for you if you ever want to go to Bournemouth. Um, but um, I am originally, my mum is Moroccan and I, my dad is British. And my dad's from Essex and my mum's from Casablanca. So it's a bit of like a... Best of both worlds. Yeah. Best of both worlds, Essex and Casablanca. Shut up, Hannah Montana. <laughs> Tamir is the Hannah Montana of Bournemouth. I am the Hannah Montana of the cinema. Yeah. Of the cinema, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A double life. Yes. For sure. I'm happy to have gotten a uh, Disney Channel sort of reference yes. in here already. You're welcome. Yeah, of course. Um, we've been recording for about less than four minutes. Yeah. And we've already got one. Hannah Montana is already good Yeah, but uh, Tamir, you've, I don't know, you're such a fun person here yeah. in the cinema. I don't even think we're going to get across how, how great you are. How That's fun nice you are to work with to here. Yeah. Uh, I actually, I worked quite a few Sundays yeah. uh, managing and Tamir was on staff with me yeah. and it was always pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. Because I have a, I have a, a funny relationship with Tamir where it would be like <laughs> just constantly just 
picking at each yes, other. Exactly. <laughs> bullying. Especially when I play certain types of music oh my and gosh. everyone agrees with it in the cinema. Yeah. Like Meet My Cyrus, Meet my Hannah Montana, Montana 2, the album 2007. Um, Cara Diaguardi wote all the songs Shout out on there. Cara Diaguardi Shout out Cara Diaguardi One of the greatest no songwriters of our generation right <laughs> Oh um, my god Have we not, not heard Terrified in... by Catherine McPhee That is a Cara <laughs> Diaguardi classic <laughs> Literally um, But not um, exactly everyone enjoys that type of music mm-hmm. yeah. It's very niche now so niche. This is a big theme with um, with uh, staff. Us and staff We mm-hmm. talk about We know who's on shift We yeah. hear certain songs And Tamir is very guilty of that Yeah of course Yeah, yeah. I If mean, you hear some Janet Jackson yes, Tamir is Janet definitely Jackson, in the building Some Mariah Some Mariah I think it just amps you up For the closing shift Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put on some Jessica music. Simpson's first album First uh, Jessica yeah. Simpson's debut album yeah, Is debut the only album. one worth it yeah. Anyway sorry I'll go on about this Woman in Me featuring Destiny Child <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our favourite song What got you into films Tamir? Mm. Um because I act, uh, well, I, I've loved film from a very young age. And I used to, I mean, I've come from making, it sounds really weird as saying this is like when it started, but like making webcam films when I was probably about like 11 years old and putting them on YouTube to then just being obsessed with film, especially like um, queer film and everything like that and how people are represented in that. Um, and then acting and wanting to be in those things, but also yeah. wanting to create and mm-hmm. always having like a visual kind of element of it because I create art as well. I hate saying that. Like <laughs> I create art, but like I like like no, to produce do. and yeah. make stuff. So visually and everything, I just like the way it all comes together. And then um, weirdly like being online when I was younger and then just seeing loads of stuff like on Tumblr. I think mm-hmm. it sounds really lame as a reference, but like got me really, really into, lo- showed me loads of different types of films as well. Yeah. So I was looking at all these films that came out in like the 80s and 90s, you know, growing up, not really having that really intelligent way of looking at film and watching like Harry Potter and Avatar, which are great movies. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I didn't see beyond that as a kid. I, my, I wasn't from a family that like watched like really intense like French cinema when <laughs> yeah, I was a kid. Yeah. It's like I've been watching <laughs> yeah, French yeah, wave since I was six years, years old. <laughs> I think it'd be a boring world though. If yeah, yeah. Was watch that watch French wave exactly, at the age exactly, of six. Yeah. yeah. So, um, how did you come across the Pinchot Cinema? Then? Um, I basically worked in another cinema, and then I was I started university, and I googled other cinemas in London. Um, and I think I remember googling something like independent cinemas in London. Um, Because I knew that's where I wanted to work more. Um, And I remember looking at the Prince Charles and I was like, wow, this is, um, um, this cinema looks really cool. And like, they look (laughs) like they show really good films. And Mm. I'd actually admittedly never been. Um, I know that the majority of people here who work here had gone before. I was a member before. It happens sometimes. Like, Flavio, um, yeah. when we were recording his interview. Never been here before. He been here yeah. before. Same with Caroline. Same with, yeah. yeah. And I emailed, and I, luck- I think I'm the, the only person who like emailed, emailed and ah. I got the job through an email. And I Actually, I got a job through you? email as well yeah. because it was actually a posting on Facebook. Oh, about okay. it, Which was, yeah. Yeah, weird, maybe yeah. that's what I saw as well. And then I copied it up from the Facebook and yeah, so I pasted it and then they emailed me two months later and they were like, would you still like a part-time job? And I was like, please. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. And Jonathan trained me on my yeah. first shift. Uh, who who interviewed you? No, Becca did, but you came. It was a just Becca. Uh, and Natalie. Uh, yeah. But yeah. I don't know if I was interviewing at that time or if I just wasn't there that day, mm. but I was definitely training. <laughs> yeah, you were training me. I was on but my you've own. you've been here a then. while now. Yes, yeah. I so have. That makes How long have you worked here? Three years. Yeah. So I was started when I was twenty one, and with bleached hair. No, I think that came a bit later. <laughs> no, yeah, you you came in on your first day, I think, um, with 
your natural hair color. Yeah. And, and maybe even the first few days, but then like the week after shit. once once Tamir was like I'm comfortable here yeah. <laughs> bleached his hair yeah bleached his hair to start to <laughs> the true how to <laughs> the true lit. But yeah so it's been it's been a great three years working here it's an enjoyable place mm. to work we yeah. show great films <laughs> so sweet so uh, we have a thing that we always ask oh, yeah. um, you were talking about slinging popcorn yeah and you so. mentioned sweet salty or and mixed mix. yeah. so sweet salted or mixed what, out of the three yeah. what, what are you okay so can i talk to you about my really weird thing i do in the staff room with the popcorn yes because <laughs> so i know exactly I take, what you're talking is about is it gonna put people off of popcorn no no no, no. i don't no. think so you don't I, do anything weird with our no popcorn no no <laughs> no no it's my own so i'll take the popcorn take it into the staff room um and this if any creative listeners you know really want to try something new um add a bit i add a bit more salt salt popcorn because i love salt my mum always says i'm going to die from all the sodium that you consume anyway, yeah all the sodium um but i add some a squeeze of lemon onto it and then um some uh curry powder oh, really yeah. really Actually, delicious i've seen you do this that's before. gourmet yeah i've seen <laughs> so, it tam always got like lemons like, yeah, that's like your yeah, signature like in, in your fridge. backpack there's always lemons and then you put them in the fridge yeah, and be yeah. like whose lemons are these oh no they're tamis so all <laughs> i'd say to that answer is salt dot 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 <laughs> <laughs> i like that i like that a lot samir yeah. you strike me as just like the guy who is the uh the constant like sort of uni person who's just like cutting corners <laughs> like i've got my like curry powder yeah, this yeah. is my this is my lunch here i'm just gonna have popcorn are you the person that bought the I'm emergency tabasco in the stuff yeah i had tabasco <laughs> i had chili chili sauce and also i once bought spent there's a um a shop by us called Siwu and they sell yep. these great noodles what's Shout the out to you. oh my god what's yeah. the brand oh i don't remember but it's the it's really spicy they do like two korean. times spicy noodles it's like the korean ramen noodles yeah and so i got them spicy. for the staff yeah. and everyone was by mistake because i brought i had to spend over 10 pounds so i brought like 20 packets of yeah. them and then i just gave them to everyone oh, and i everyone remember that night. day i was wondering yeah. where all those came from yeah, everyone was annihilated by this yeah. size but yeah but then we were all just like tearing up and yeah. red by the end of it because it was just super spicy yeah. <laughs> so yeah the uni student who eats weird popcorn and brings in packet noodles yeah <laughs> So where'd you go? Did you go to, you went to uni, right? Yeah, yeah I went, go? graduated from Goldsmiths last year. Oh yeah, that's right, Goldsmiths. What did you study? Shout out BA Anthropology London. and Visual Practice, mm. <laughs> um, which is great. I really enjoyed Goldsmiths a lot. I really had a good time there. So if you you want to go, go. <laughs> Shout um, out Goldsmiths. Good course as well. This week, uh, what film did you pick? <laughs> the film I picked this week is the 1999 film Cruel Intentions mm. by Roger Cumble, Roger Cumble. Mm -hmm. That's the name, Roger Cumble. Don't wear it out. Um, a fantastic film in my fantastic. eyes. It has its like drawbacks, but yeah. Also, we'll, we'll, we'll divulge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Cruel Intentions. It's a 1999 film. Tamir specifically wanted to pick a very teen, yes, movie. He quite likes his teen movies, yeah. yes. and um, I feel like Tamir is going to end up being our teen movie correspondent. Expert, yes. our correspondent, our special guest. I and love he, we'll tag him in anytime. <laughs> there's some. Some teen Here's our team movie correspondent out. in the field, Tamir <laughs> Patel. Yeah, I love that. Tamir Patel. How's the weather, Tamir? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Cruel Intentions. With the thirst for dangerous games, Catherine, who's played by Sarah, Sarah Michelle, Michelle Geller, challenges her stepbrother Sebastian, played by Ryan, Ryan Philippe, Philippe. <laughs> to deflower her headmistress's daughter before the summer ends. If he succeeds, the prize is the chance to bed Catherine. But if he loses, Catherine will claim his most prized possession, which is... His car. 
Oh yeah, his car. Yeah. His, is it like a roadster or something? It's like a it's a Jaguar, Jaguar roast roadster. Yeah, it's a classic car, and it's, it's really a, car. a Jag. Like, it, it looks a like a bit like a Batmobile. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's Definitely pretty crazy, like, like an old school yeah. Batmobile. Um, it's celebrating its 20th anniversary this year, which we have tons of great teen movies on this year. Yes, that are, yeah. um, Celebrating their 20th anniversary. 99 was the year. Yeah. So if you want to like scour our program on at theprincecharlescinema.com, definitely look into it. We've, we're representing 1999. Yeah. Quite well. And not just the teen movie, but this is like 1999's like the teen movie, which are based on famous literary fictions. Yeah. So like 10 Things I Hate About You and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. are all based on. This is based yeah. on, was it like I have French the name. Story? I can't, I don't want to butcher um, it, but Le Liaison Dangereux. Dangerous liaisons. <laughs> Dangerous liaisons. But 1782 that came out. Mm, yeah. Damn. So it's, uh, as we were saying, it stars a, basically a who's who's of teen movie legends. Mm. we got Sarah Michelle Gellar, Ryan Philippe, yeah. Reese, Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon, Selma Blair, Joshua right. Jackson, and then Sean Patrick Thomas, who is Derek from Save the Last Dance. Yes. My God. <laughs> when he came, like I hadn't seen the film in so long. And when he came on screen, I was like, oh. Yeah, cool, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I forgot Joshua Jackson was in this film, yeah. and I was like, this is yes. Joshua Jackson pre fringe yeah. with Slim Slith Tamir's bleach blonde hair. <laughs> it was very that Slim much, Shady. <laughs> Plus, I left out another famous. She only she was only Christine in it for very, Baranski is yeah. in this. And Tara Reid. Yeah. And Tara Reid, yeah. It's ridiculous the amount of people that are in this it's film. It's the what I like to call the 90s brat pack. That <laughs> all of them in the late 90s. Yeah. So I, I think the interesting thing about this film is, um, I mean, I read out the synopsis. It's a crazy film. It's yeah. insane. It's so 1999. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, well, the weird thing is I feel like you can... You can easily make this film now. There's a lot of elements to it where I feel like it was ahead of its time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. But then there's also some. Okay, so we gotta talk about some of the bad things. There's a bit of racism in it. Oh, oh. there's a bit. There's some homophobia. In it. Oh yes. There's yeah. picking fun of people with special needs. Yeah. And there's a sexual assault that takes place. Yeah. Yes. Um, as well as talking about yeah. sexual assault. A lot of misogyny. And, yeah. A lot of misogyny. But then also there's some elements though, like where Sarah Michelle Keller's character is she's pretty. A she's strong. Very yeah. empowered. And she's woman. An empowered woman, and she wants her. Uh, she wants her. her action. Action. She um, she wrote her down. A line. Mm. Yeah. Can I read it out? Yeah. Go ahead. Um, this is um, a great Catherine quote in oh, the film. Shout out Catherine. She says, "Eat me, Sebastian." <laughs> 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 it's right for guys like you. You can court uh, fuck everyone, but when I do it, I get dumped for innocent little twits like Cecile. God forbid I exude confidence and enjoy sex. Do you think I relish the fact that I have to act like Mary Sunshine twenty-four hours mm. so I, I can? That. Yeah, I'm the Marsha fucking Brady. Brady. I'm the, the Marsha Brady of the Upper East Side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes I, I want to kill myself. Yeah, so oh. I think that just oh is God. like, I mean, yeah, you have these like really like the downsides, which is the racism, the homophobia, you know, the ableism and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, everyone is a letdown in that film. Yeah. I feel like you don't, you get drawn to one character and you hope for them. But ultimately, yeah. let you down. Very these are terrible. So. I love terrible, terrible, terrible people, people, flawed characters. Yeah, I love it. And they're all like upper class people as yeah. well. So rich. it's like a very like rich interesting. Like yeah. these are people who are controlling the status the world. quo. They're yeah. the young people who are going to go on to control control the world. The world yeah, and they are <laughs> assholes. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but I found um, yeah. something so interesting about this that um, Ryan Philippe's character Sebastian, mm. his arc to me is quite interesting because mm-hmm. it's a subversion on the like I am the bad boy but I learn yeah. to love yeah, but then yeah, ultimately yeah. he you know learns to 
like suppress that for yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. quote-unquote great good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. But it still fucks him over in the end. Yeah, yeah I mean, God, it's it's a weird movie. It because is a weird it's movie. It's like it's very fun. Yeah, very fun. A ride. But also, at times, I feel like. You can easily just like lose track of even what's going on. Yes. I think they don't even know what's going on. Yeah. Yes. Is, and I think they also lose that's... track of some devices that they use. Like yeah. I feel like Sebastian's journal was only relevant when it Yeah, I got it the end. Yeah. Well. I'm going to bring up some bits about yeah. the journal. But it, it was very much like yeah, there's yeah. one scene where it's very, you're like, oh, this is quite sweet. Like, yeah. you know, they're doing yeah. the famous silly faces scene and when they're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, in the car. And then, yeah, and then all of a sudden you go, it cuts to something and then it's dark again. Yeah. So it's quite chaotic like that. So a pretty interesting thing about this film is its soundtrack. It's very of the time. Mm, it's very kicks good soundtrack. in with placebo. Very yeah. in, as it opens, uh, when they're in the car, Praise You by Fabulous Slim can be heard. Yeah. And then it most, uh, most notoriously about this film is the ending is a uh, bittersweet symphony. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And closes yeah, yeah, yeah. out so nicely. And it's really nice. But a very funny thing about that, I, when I watched the film uh, mm. just a couple nights ago, literally looked at my phone to look at like BBC or something. I oh yeah, I some news. This. And The Verve finally yeah. got the rights yes, back to that yeah, song yeah, yeah. from the Rolling Stones because they uh, sampled too much of it. From yeah. Like, yeah. An orchestral version of The Last Time, which is a mm-hmm. Rolling Stones song. Yeah, I read that too. I didn't really know much about that, um, how much of that was sampled. And I went and listened to it and I was like, my God. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I can see why this Yeah, exactly. Sued. But it's nice to know that, you know, the Richard Ashcroft is going to start making some money off yeah. his yeah, biggest song later. ever. I mean, it, the music does the job of propelling it even further into, yeah. I think, what I would say I really like about it. Because um, what was it? I wrote down the, the there was a song when they're famous, like that really, that sex scene they have, you know, Brian Philly, yeah. when she finally yeah. loses the virginity mm-hmm. yeah. and Counting Crows, Colorblind. And that's yeah. like a really it's a good, song. good what's, piece of music. What's your take on her uh, manifesto? Oh, um, of virginity. Reese, Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> yeah. What's the character's name again? Annette. Annette. Annette yeah. yeah. Oh, it's one of the. I love that scene where um, uh, Sebastian's just like, "You're a hypocrite." And yeah. You said you're a hypocrite. I was kind of just like, "Oh, like yeah, I think yeah, yeah. it's one of those things where um, I'm more on Catherine's side of the whole thing, being like, women should just be allowed to do whatever they want." Yeah. Yeah. But um, by that same token, Annette is allowed to think and believe whatever she wants to believe, and she's allowed to uphold or abolish anything she's ever, you know. Yeah, like, but then again, uh, this is showing its time. Yeah, showing us. Yeah, yeah, completely. Because the woman who actually could, in today's day and age, be like a bit of a hero yeah. is the bad guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you guys think? This is my one of my favorite bits is uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar's character Catherine just snorting coke off of her cross. I yeah. love that. Amazing. Is <laughs> incredible. I think the whole yeah. notion of religion and drug yeah. use and yeah. underage, like let alone, underage drug use. yeah. I think, I think for that time yeah. was pretty like out that was there. pretty out there, yeah. <laughs> to have yeah. the the scene at the end, yeah, when the the, the the headmaster's with, just like, yeah, not that music as well. Head. That is so. That, I mean, if you don't know anything about Cool Intentions or you only remember a bit of it, you remember that last scene with the yeah. cocaine falling out of the, oh, yeah, yeah, the cross. cross. I think that cocaine cross prop gave birth to you know Lana Del Rey's legions. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. So basically in the film we have uh, Catherine, she's she's got this bet going on, but Ryan Philippe, his character, Sebastian, falls in love with Annette, Annette who he's not supposed to fall nope. in love with. He's he's a bit of a boy, he's a bit of a bad boy who yeah. likes his conquest. He's got He's got a, a little diary. He's got a journal. Um basically uh, this is I started to just really laugh at the journal 
I it by it's the a end, scrapbook at, if anything. at the end I was just like kind of just <laughs> laughing a lot more than I should at like how silly he got yeah. like uh, I loved him walking around town with this journal. Yeah, yeah. It was a bit like Dennis Reynolds with his erotic memoirs. Yeah, I love I love <laughs> it when he was writing an entry in front of the steps of the Met yeah. before giving it to um, Annette's mum. I really yeah. despise that that I have done that on multiple occasions. <laughs> that I am a carriage to my journal. About I carry my journal. <laughs> no, like visibly in oh, it, okay. written written in it. But yeah, as you said, it's a bit of a scrapbook. It's a so total when scrapbook. You look at it, the amount just... of effort he put into like, oh, I'm going to yeah. take this picture. I'm going to get it developed because that's the thing you do at the time. But then all the words around it are yeah. just smut. Yeah. And then I'm going to, and then I'm going to cut, <laughs> I'm going to cut clippings from magazines and things yeah. that are with words associated yeah. with this person I slept with. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I'm a creative boy. Yeah. I mean, you've got the yeah. Sarah Michelle Gellar picture and above it, it's like, Coke addict. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the uh, notable person to talk about in this film, and for me, is a highlight. A highlight is the excellent performance of Cecile by Selma Blair. Yes, Selma yeah. Blair. Um, she actually, when the film came out, was quite slated for her campy and over the top yeah. performance. Mm. But I yeah. think it's for perfect. me, is is great. It and works shout so out well. to Selma Blair. You're a yeah. great actress. I feel like and it's a really underutilized yeah. performance by her as well. Exactly. Because she goes on to be such a like I don't know, like the 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 more bad girl, like yeah. you know, she's in legally blonde yes, and like she, yes. she she plays that sort of like the more evil girl. Yeah. Exactly. But, but she's so yeah. good and pristine and yes. Cecile campy, goes yeah. through a whole one eighty. And yeah. she is, I mean there yeah. is that this sexual film coercion in yeah, this yeah, film yeah, yeah. corrupted her. Yeah, I mean there is like the sexual coercion. He yeah. manipulates her. She's the he most heavily manipulated person yeah. in the film. Um, I don't feel like I can leave this podcast in um with a with a conscious if I don't speak yeah. about the gays. Yeah. I have to speak about yeah. Joshua Jackson. Shout out Joshua Jackson. Um, and I'll just quickly mention about how I mean, it's. I think it's a great part. His yeah, um, he's so good. What's he called again? Um, Blaine. Yeah, Blaine. Um, his character is very funny, very amusing. But yes, there is the stereotypes, and they are villainized. He's meant to be the bitchy gay guy mm -hmm. who's manipulating a straight guy, but that straight guy is also sexually Bad. assault. Talking about how he sexually yeah. assaulted a girl, so it's all weird. But I do like his character. Yeah, but he's also again, if you keep in mind, just when he as picks privileged yeah. and just as exactly. rich and, and snobby as but he's Sebastian. A, but he's just yeah. um, when he picks up the phone and he goes, "Yeah, Greg." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if this is going to be a different quality of sound. It's going to sound a little bit different. That's because we had to rush out of the screen downstairs where we normally record because we were running out of time. And we had to move ourselves to the upstairs where Ari and I do our weekly recording at Which times. means we have two mics upstairs. Which, yeah. Because I only have a focus two right. Yeah. Two I2 for the Scarlet 2i2 and I don't have the 4i4 <laughs> which means I only have two microphone inputs. So we are joined by Tamir Patat. Mm -hmm. He's still here. Hello, on the floor with Ari. Yeah, yeah. Tamir and I are sitting on the floor. On the floor. Yeah. And, uh, we sit like this at work anyway. And Tamir is being treated like he's a very special guest and Ari's got the uh, microphone like she's some television presenter and I'm going to yeah. ask some questions and she's going to keep moving her mic from her mouth to his mouth. Like from her. this. Yeah, we were sort of wrapping up anyway with, uh, but I didn't want to leave Tamir hanging and not finish this episode properly like yes. we normally do up to standard. Um, um, I think it was just more, I just wanted to talk about, because we, we we opened with Cruel Intentions about um, the, um, you know, with what well, we, we talked about its drawbacks and these like kind of yeah. stereotypes that are in it. But 
even though with the stereotype of Joshua Jackson, his character I find still very amusing. Yeah, very much so. I was also going to say there's this really cool, well, there's two cool shots I want to talk about real quick. There's one really good shot, which I looked up and that was apparently, so Summer Blair's eating cherries after she loses her virginity, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, And she's also wearing the red hoodie. She was putting that to, you know, represent the uh, red riding hood in it. Yeah. Um, But also we have to talk about The Kiss. The Kiss. That won the MTV award in (laughs) 2000 for the best on-screen kiss. How about that spit though? The spittle. They reshot it for the spittle. <laughs> yeah, they. He said it looked really nice, beautiful, and yeah. so he uh, he we, threw that in there. As we well. were talking about this kiss last night when we were discussing the fact that we were gonna talk about talk about this film a little bit. And what I thought was funny about the kiss is that the way that uh, Catherine describes it, she like gets into so much detail about yeah. what she's about to do in the whole like. I'm going to put my tongue Sa- in your mouth massage and massage your tongue, your against, tongue against, against my tongue. And then when they actually kiss, that doesn't happen at yeah, all. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and all you get this, is the sexy uh, spittle. Spit, spittle, <laughs> the polite way of saying it. And then the they mo- I think they spoofed it in that film, not another teen movie. Yeah, I it's can't like wait until 2021 so that we can have uh, not another teen movie, movie 20th anniversary because yeah. I yes. love that film. And Chris Evans, Captain America, yes, Chris my boy. Evans. Yes. The best Chris. The best Chris. <laughs> and there's, Honestly. A, there's a gay version of the teen film, not another gay teen movie, with oh Graham Norton is in the opening oh scene. I've really? And this. RuPaul is in it. It's I remember that, RuPaul is in it. but I, d- I didn't see it. I've never seen this. I would is it a good it. gay film? Um, yes. Is it, <laughs> is it as good as not another teen no, movie? No, I don't think so, but okay. maybe, that, uh, yeah. Not a lot of things are. All right. Yeah. So I always like to kind of have like a little bit of fun. Um, yeah. We like to we play, like to with play some games. Uh, I, I like will. Games. So my my game that I wanted to play this week with Tamir. So basically, we get to see all these pages of Sebastian's emo journal. Um, Tamir, and he he has a well known past of being an emo yes. emo kid that he's happily I, talking about. I am a scene kid, and I wasn't in halves. It was the full thing. I yeah. was really quite there. <laughs> and uh, so I wanted to ask you, Tamir, what would the things that we didn't see because we only got to see a few pages and i feel like there's a lot more stuff going on in this book so i want to know what do you think was possibly in there or sebastian's journal yeah and sebastian's journal what else is what else is going on in this journal oh um god that's it i mean it's a toughie so uh i i don't know i feel like it might my seat okay so in that deleted scene where he is gonna you know where he takes picture of joshua jackson and everything like that mm-hmm. there's that bit where he's like asked that guy to give him a blow job and he's like your pretty little lips um <laughs> and like part of me hopes that he's like this raging homosexual um <laughs> who's you know suppressing his <laughs> yeah yeah he's no sorry yeah let's take that back he's like bisexual and Wallace doesn't even care. He's just having sex with anyone. And there's like the other half is just all the boys he's fucked in New York City. (laughs) But maybe not in the Upper East. Maybe they're in like... There's like a bad photo of Joshua Jackson in that journal. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That says, you know, all the slurs around it. But then... Um, That's what I'd hope for, I think. Yeah. All right. So, and also what kind of things would you have had in your journals? Because I asked you last night and you said you definitely had some journals. Because I figured you definitely did. Yeah. Oh my God, I journal. And you still journal to this day. Yeah, yeah. So from, I'm talking, so how old are they? Like 17 in that film? Yeah. Um, What kind of things would you have I mean, I had, going back to Tumblr again, I had uh, this 
Tumblr blog which documented every teenage year I was in. So I had this one when I was 17. It was called 17springs.tumblr.com. doesn't exist anymore. Well, it does, but it's another name. Mm. Um, and I wrote about all these kids in my class and would put it to Marina and the Diamond songs. Oh, my God. So dedicate each song. That to was, a person in your class? Yeah. Was this like was, a, in a good way? Was this like a no, slam? No, it was like it kids was like in my class book. who were like, yeah. It's like a burn book but set to a Marina and the Diamond song. It was more frust- teenage frustrations. Oh, like, okay. you know, I wrote this thing called pit stomach jealousy about being jealous of your friends and mm. envious when they left you out and didn't hang out with you and like once my friends slapped me in the face oh and God. then once i had this i put a marina song called teen idol I love because that song. my friends were um taking some weird things at a party and i was like you just want attention it was all very like you know angsty yeah but if we go back into the emo days that's um i watched this film called greta with hillary duff um mm. <laughs> And a, a, a great teen movie of the late 2000s. Yeah, the late 2000s. <laughs> um, and it was, she had like a checklist of all these things she wanted to do before she died um, of untimely death. And I made my own one. And it was like, sleep with 100,000 people by the time I turn 18. And oh, because I was in love with Jake Gyllenhaal. So marry oh, yes. Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, <laughs> yes. um, and I think it was like, try, you know, all these kind of weird things. And um, yeah, I think I, I actually managed to accomplish most of them, you know. Jake Gyllenhaal, um, hey. Well, pat yourself on the back. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's about it for this film. Uh, Tamir, I want to thank you for coming on. Thank you. Uh, sorry that we had to like break this up in a bit. And like I said, Tamir will definitely be back. I'll be back. I feel like Tamir is going to be our resident <laughs> team movie expert because yes. he just tends to kind of know yes. a lot about these team movies. I hope It'll to be talk fun. to you all more. Yeah. Thank you um, for having me, guys. Yeah, no worries. We'll definitely have him back. Yeah, so Tamir, where can people find you? Um, oh on Instagram <laughs> at Tamir Patet T-A-M-I-R-P-E-T-T-E-T that's all and um, that's I mean I do have a website but it's uh, been under maintenance now for three months so <laughs> 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 as always but um, yes they'll be linked on there as well nice do you have anything that people can see like of your acting or anything that- um, at the moment um, anything that is like on my portfolio, like from Showwise, would be linked on my bio or my Instagram. That's why I link my latest project to. Okay, cool. I think Thank that's you. about it. Yeah. Just so I want everyone to know who Tamir is because Tamir is very fun and you, very talented. You guys are wonderful and fun. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no worries, no worries. Thank you for coming on. No cruel intention here. Oh. <laughs> 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 Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tamir. Thank you, Thank you Tam. <laughs> yeah, back to work. Yeah, we stole time. And yeah, and this will be us cu- closing down for the week. Yeah. Uh, thanks for everyone listening. Thanks for listening. Ari, where can people find you? Uh, people can find me at Ariane Anandita, A R I A N E A N I N Z I T A, on Twitter and Instagram. Where can people find you, Jonathan? You can find me at Tall, T A L L 4, the number 4, all, A L L, Tall for All, at Twitter facebook and instagram um and i'll be doing fun stuff uh you can follow this this podcast you can send us an email at podcast at com, and on twitter you can follow us we are at the pcc podcast on twitter yeah tell your friends about us if yeah. you like us leave us a review apparently we're good for commute yeah um leave us a review let us just let us know how we're doing let yeah. us know if you like us yeah. We we feed off of validation. Validation. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. See you next week. Yeah, have a good time. Bye-bye. Bye bye.